0: Support for WABE comes from Capital Good Fund, introducing Georgia Bright Solar Lease Program, a new rooftop solar initiative designed to create pathways to equitable and inclusive solar, sustainability, and monthly savings for Georgians. Learn more at georgiabright.org. For Friday, April 14, 2023, it's The Brief from WABE. And for Jim Burris, I'm Christopher Alston. New limits on a widely used abortion medication could have dangerous implications for patient care in Georgia. That's the message from some OBGYNs in the state after a week of federal court rulings that would restrict the drug's use and distribution. The Supreme Court has just today temporarily blocked those restrictions while the court case plays out. Jess Mato reports. More than half of U.S. abortions use a two-drug protocol of mifepristone and mesoprostol, Mifepristone is commonly used to treat early pregnancy loss. Emory University professor of gynecology and obstetrics, Dr. Carrie Swiak. Very similar to the reasons that people give for choosing medication versus surgical abortion, they might choose the same for early pregnancy loss management when they have a miscarriage. Georgia clinics that provide abortion say they'll continue offering the option of medication abortion in compliance with state and federal laws. Jess Mador, WABE News. The Fulton County Sheriff's Office says it's taken several steps to address concerns that it's at its jail, following reports of a 35-year-old black man who died under alleged brutal conditions. Shemaine Cruz has more.
1: Sheriff's officials say they'll ask the Georgia Bureau of Investigation to determine whether any criminal charges are warranted in the case of LaShawn Thompson. The family's attorney, Michael Harper, says Thompson was covered in bedbugs when he was found dead in the psychiatric wing of the Fulton County Jail in September last year. He had been arrested for a misdemeanor, but not yet charged. The sheriff's office says while an internal investigation is ongoing, it's added staff members to the mental health unit and transferred more than 600 detainees to other counties to help relieve overcrowding, costing about $40,000 a day. Shemaine Cruz, WABE News.
0: Georgia Democrats are still trying to make an early presidential primary happen. These efforts have new urgency now that Atlanta has lost its bid to host the Democratic National Convention. WABE's Sam Greenglass has more.
1: Georgia Democrats hope an economic argument will sway top Republicans whose blessing they need. So they commissioned a study from Emory business professor Tom Smith, who says an early primary would deliver more than a billion dollars in economic impact. Smith says it's not just about ballroom rentals and advertising dollars. So if somebody's campaigning in Georgia and they're meeting with a bunch of pecan growers, they're going to say, hey, look, you make me the president, and I'm going to make sure that pecans are a top export. Republican Secretary of State Brad Raffensberger says his hands are tied this cycle by his national party. Georgia Democrats have until June to figure it out. Sam Greenglass, WABE News.
0: Motoring Group AAA is offering more insurance options to owners of Hyundai and Kia vehicles as some companies are refusing to issue new policies due to a high theft rate, especially in Atlanta. Lily Oppenheimer reports.
1: Atlanta police say Hyundai and Kia models make up 60% of all stolen cars this year. Both companies are still facing a class action lawsuit because most models before 2022 do not have a crucial anti-theft device. The suit claims thieves only need to get inside, pry off the ignition cover and use a USB cable to start the engine. Videos on platforms like TikTok have popularized the trend. In response, Hyundai tells WABE it has expedited the rollout of a free anti-theft software upgrade, intended to stop thieves from starting the car. Lily Oppenheimer, WABE News.
0: Atlanta Hawks fans are hoping for a big upset in the team's best-of-seven game playoff series against the Boston Celtics, starting this Saturday afternoon. The Hawks snuck into the playoffs after an underwhelming regular season. The Celtics were the second-best team in the Eastern Conference. Betting odds have the Celtics as a whopping nine-point favorite for tomorrow's games. The teams met three times in the regular season, with Boston winning all three matchups. Atlanta's Sweet Auburn district is synonymous with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s home and story. But it's more than that. However, for decades, you might not know it as blight and now development have eaten away at its grandeur. WABE's Kenny Murray wrote a three-part series for WABE.org called Strolling Down Sweet Auburn.
1: All Things Considered host Jim Burris talked to him about it. Um, It wasn't until I graduated, when I returned back to the campus, I began to walk down on my way to the King Center. I started paying more attention to just my things that I saw, the age of the buildings, uh, some of the plats commemorating, some of the historical achievements and landmarks there. Um, But it wasn't until I really started digging in deep that I realized we had successful black-owned businesses that were the blueprint of Slutty Vegan and Big Dave's and Atlanta Breakfast Club and all of these other successful black businesses that we see all throughout Atlanta now. Back then, Sweet Auburn truly was the only place where you could find those thriving businesses all in one area. In its heyday, describe what Sweet Auburn uh, was like. Wasn't only t- a testament um, to the incredible progression that was going on in the South, but also just throughout the country. As a matter of fact, Sweet Auburn was named the Wealthiest Negro Street in the World by Fortune Magazine in 1956. I mean, throughout that throughout this time period, you go into Sweet Auburn, you have Ma Sutton's, a historic tea room where anybody who was anybody, not just in the community, but also traveling throughout Atlanta would go. You had the legendary Odd Fellows Auditorium. You would have so many incredible African-American performers and entertainers and, you know, poets um, who would come into the city. And unfortunately, had nowhere to go. They doors. weren't going to, to Buckhead. Most right. definitely not. Most definitely not. So Sweet Auburn opened their doors, knowing for them to perform, but also have lodging, also for them to have a meal, also for them to shop and to really um, be embraced and feel that love from their community that they wouldn't have felt in Buckhead, unfortunately, or any other part of the South. Then things started to happen that uh, worked to break the neighborhood apart. How how did uh, Sweet Auburn kind of become less of the image of prosperity than it was before? post Jim Crow, with integration, it opened the door for so many residents of the Sweet Auburn community to now venture into places across the state that they wouldn't have been allowed to before. So you saw a lot of folks sort of testing their waters and leaving the community of Sweet Auburn. And unfortunately, throughout time, you started seeing a lot less you know, high property value, uh, you start seeing less high-income businesses. So a lot of the resources and basic infrastructures that were so heavy within the community also started to disappear. What does Sweet Auburn look like now in terms of its future? With so many of the new changes to Sweet Auburn, you have so many different opinions. There is somewhat of a divide within the community, I'd say. And not for better or worse, for example, everyone is in favor of making sure that Auburn is able to preserve its history. But you also have some who believe, for example, that having Georgia standing community is taken away from historical preservation. You have others who welcome them and feel that with so many developers, as well as um, so many new businesses coming in, you have the chance to have these multi-million dollar developments as you do on other aspects of the city. Edgewood Avenue, which is right next door and is still part of the Sweet Auburn District with all of their restaurants with all of their clubs. You have some people who want to see it on Sweet Auburn and some who want to make sure that it stays the area that was in the 30s and 40s as far as hyping in black professionals, having black office buildings, having black-owned restaurants that are more intimate, you know, compared to some of the more high profile restaurants, high-concept restaurants that you see out on Edgewood and other parts of the city.
0: We don't want to give the entire article away, um, <laughs> but what do you resolve? What's next for,
1: uh, for the district? I think Auburn is in a great place as far as you do have a lot of successful Black-owned businesses there that are getting a lot of attention. So you have a lot of ways that the community is getting involved to preserve the history, unite together based upon ideas and what they want to see. For the future of Sweet Auburn. I feel if like they're able to continue that work and they're able to continue to stay united in their views and their love of the history of Auburn, I can guarantee that we're going to see a lot of sweetness flowing through that street just like we did a century ago in the 1920s. The series is Strolling Down Sweet Auburn. It is available on WABE.org. Kenny Murray is the journalist who put it together. Kenny, thank you for coming on this afternoon. Thank you so much for having me, Jim. It's such a pleasure to be here.
0: That's it for The Brief. You can find more local news at WABE.org. Alex Helmick is our managing editor. And for Jim Burris, I'm Christopher Alston. Amplifying Atlanta, it's 90.1 WABE.
1: Sounds Like ATL is a music documentary series that takes an in-depth look at the artists amplifying Atlanta's famed music community. Built around a desire to highlight Atlanta's diverse and world-renowned music scene, each episode features unforgettable, intimate musical performances by fresh new musical guests, each with exclusive interviews about the stories behind their music. Listen to Sounds Like ATL Saturday evenings at 7 on WABE and WABE.org.